Pretty Dece, Pretty Dece, here we go. Facebook.com slash Pretty Show. It's time to geek out with Josh, your host. What's going on, everybody? I'm Josh Meek, the Uber Geek. This is Pretty Dece, your daily entertainment and pop culture podcast. Thank you very much for joining me. I just got back just a little bit ago from my bachelor party, and we played board games. We we spent literally an entire day. We started at 8 a.m. playing board games, card games, all kinds of stuff all day long. I had a fantastic time. So we got to go through tons and tons of games. Uh, we played Secret Hitler. We played Exploding Kittens. Um, we uh, we played all kinds of fun new stuff. Uh, one of the games that we played that I want to talk about today because it is a new game is Mountains of Madness. Uh, this is a game that kind of was uh, the one of the big hot games at Gen Con this year. It just came out this year. And... From from looking at it and all the theme and everything, it is it, it seems like a very serious game. You are exploring a mountain. You're attempting to reach the top of the mountain. As you go, you are attempting to gain relics and gain knowledge. Uh, so kind of amass this sort of treasure, all while trying to minimize injuries. So keep your party healthy. At the end of the game, if you have more relics than you have injuries, then you win. Uh, otherwise you lose um, and the the big crux of the game though is that as you go as you go up the mountain as you are collecting these things you're going crazier and crazier so the the sheer stress of climbing this mountain is driving you mad and the way that that manifests in the game is you have these madness cards and there are three levels of madness. They get more and more crazy as they go up. And the madness cards dictate how you can communicate with your fellow players during this one phase of the game where... So essentially, you'll flip over a tile. The tile will have numbers on it and symbols. You have cards that correspond to those numbers and symbols. You have to communicate with each other without showing your cards what you have and how you can contribute so that your all of your communal cards add up to the numbers that you see on the tile. So very seemingly very simple. If the tile is a gun with the number five under it, and I say I have a three gun and you have a two gun, we put those down and we get it. It's very easy, except with the madness cards. The madness cards dictate how you can communicate. So, for example, you might have a madness card that says that you can only speak while you're singing. Or you might have a madness card that says that you can only speak while you're touching another player. Uh, Or it might say that um, one of the other players is the only person in the world that matters. and You can only speak to them. Or maybe it says that you can only speak when someone asks you a direct question. Or maybe it says you can't even say numbers, which is a big part of the communication in this game. You have to instead hold up the fingers on your hand to indicate the numbers that you want to say. Um, I had a card at one point that I couldn't lay down my cards myself. I had to communicate with someone else to pick my cards from my hand and lay them down for me. But I couldn't say that. I just had to point to the cards. So obviously this goes insane. Um... At one point, my, my friend Tyler had uh, a card that when he when there was a certain word said during the communication, he had to scream, and then he couldn't speak for the rest of the round, which made it, of course, very hard to communicate with him and figure out what cards he had. 
So obviously the, these things range from, you know, kind of manageable to complete deal breakers when it comes to trying to figure out your cards, trying to figure out how, how, to, how to play the game. So this was super fun. The first time we played, we were kind of lost a little bit. We played through one more time and really got the hang of it, I think, at that point. This game is very dependent on having the right group of people. So you have to have people who are willing to make fools of themselves and are willing to do dumb stuff. Because one of the downsides is that because these madness cards have to be secret, you can't really police someone not doing what their madness card says. If they read their madness and don't want to do it or, or don't do it properly, there's nothing you can do about it because you don't even really know what it says and there's just really no penalty for you not doing with what the madness card says. So if you have someone who doesn't really want to play along, that can kind of become a bit of a bummer. But with the right crew, the people who want to have a really, really good time and, and like laugh and, and, and cut up about stuff, like that's really, really great. They have to have a good sense of humor. Uh, the other kind of downside is, is because you can't share your madness, you can't share your cards. The second you start laying cards down to actually play them to achieve what's on the tile, uh, all talking has to cease. And because it's all based on this timer that ticks down, so you have to kind of watch the timer as well, there's a lot of urge in this game to to kind of uh, cheat a little bit. So not, not really that you'd ever intend to, but like... When, when a round like that is over, you, you you have the urge to be like, what the heck is your madness? Like, what what are you doing? But you, you're not allowed to. Uh, and you, you have the urge to, like, play cards too late or to, um, you know, play cards and keep talking. Like, that's just, you know, it's it's kind of a party game, so you feel like you can do those things, but you're not allowed to by the rules. So, so there are some kind of strict rules for a game that is kind of as silly as it is. So the... The, the look of the game and a couple of the rules are maybe a, clash a little bit with what the game ends up actually being, which is a very silly party game. But once you figure out that, yes, it is a very silly party game, you can you can have a fantastic time with it. So I really like Mountains of Madness. I'm excited to, to bust this out at, like, family gatherings. So people who maybe normally wouldn't play a more serious board game but, but would be down for something like Cards Against Humanity or something, I could see those people having a fantastic time at a game like this where they have to hop up from the table and stand 10 feet away and yell what their cards are, things like that. So some of these madness cards, I think, are are just so fun. They'd be fun to do with, like, you know, your mom and dad or your grandma or something. So I really like Mountains of Madness. I want to try it out a few more times, but uh, I, overall, I think it was a really good, a really good pickup. I'm excited to get some more people exposed to this game.